Psalms chapter 9, for the chief musician, set to the death of the sun, a psalm by David. I will give thanks to Yahweh with my whole heart. I will tell of your marvellous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish in your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You sit on the throne judging righteously. Judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy is overtaken by endless ruin. The very memory of the cities which you have overthrown has perished. But Yahweh reigns forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will administer judgment to the peoples in uprightness. Yahweh will also be a high tower for the oppressed, a high tower in times of trouble. Those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Yahweh, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praise to Yahweh who dwells in Zion and declare among the people what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers them. He doesn't forget the cry of the afflicted. Have mercy on me, Yahweh. See my affliction by those who hate me and lift me up from the gates of death that I may show all of your praise. I will rejoice in your salvation in the gates of the daughter of Zion. The nations have sunk down in the pit that they made. In the net which they hid, their own foot is taken. Yahweh has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked is snared by the work of his own hands. Selah. The wicked shall be turned back to Sheol, even all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor perish forever. Arise, Yahweh, don't let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, Yahweh. Let the nations know that they are only men. Selah. Okay. We've got something interesting going on here with Psalms 9 and 10. They're a pair. So Psalms 9 and 10 belong together. They're two Psalms, but they're also one Psalm. Now, how do we know that? <laughs> we know that because when you read them in Hebrew, there's a pattern going on and it's called an acrostic pattern. So when, uh, have you, I don't know if you've ever done an acrostic at school, but imagine you had, you know, down the left side of a piece of paper, A, B, C, D, E, all the way through to Z. And then imagine you wrote a poem where the first line started with A, the second line started with B, the third, and all the way down, that would be an acrostic poem. Now they're harder to write, trying to get the, 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 the you know, rhyming, but doing all of that as well as starting each line with a different letter makes it a lot harder. Well, in Hebrew, that's what we've got here. The first stanza of Psalm 9 starts with the first Hebrew letter, Aleph, and so on it goes. <laughs> and we get to the end of chapter 9 and we're only halfway through the Hebrew alphabet. In Psalm chapter 10, it's a different psalm, but it's a part of the same song. It's kind of like in two parts and it continues. And uh, going through the rest of the acrostic poem. In um, the Greek version of the Old Testament, which is called the Septuagint, Psalm 9 and 10 are the same psalm. And in the Latin version of the Bible, the Vulgate, 
Psalm 9 and 10 are the same psalm, but in the Hebrew version, they're two psalms. They're a pair. So um, that's very, very interesting because Psalm chapter 9 is, is labelled here a psalm of David and has a title. It's set to this tune called Muthlaben, to the death of the sun. Psalm chapter 10 has no title. We don't know who wrote it. It doesn't say what anything about it. But if they're a pair, that means what we say about Psalm 9 also applies to Psalm 10. So at the start of the Psalms series, I was explaining that David had written 73 Psalms, but there were these three other Psalms that we knew were also written by David. Well, because Psalm 9 is labelled by David, but Psalm 10 is a part of the same pattern, but not labelled, Psalm 10 is also a David Psalm. So that's very, very cool and very, very tricky. Now it says here that this psalm is written, is to be sung to the tune Muthlaben, that's in Hebrew, in English, to the death of the sun. So there must have been a song, a popular song at the time called To the Death of the Sun. And then that was the tune that they were going to sing this to. So sometimes when you write a song, you don't write the music, you just write the words and you use another set of music. Like the famous Australian song Waltzing Matilda, the lyrics were written by the poet Banjo Patterson, but the song was an older Scottish, the music was an older Scottish tune, and they just married the two up together. It's, all, it's a little bit like um, children sing, um, you know, the ABCs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but they're singing it to the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. So it's that kind of a thing, except um, there's a song here called To the Death of the Sun. We have no idea what that is, but that's the tune for this song for these two psalms. So they're a pair. Now what's interesting is that the subject matter between Psalm 9 and Psalm 10 changes. We'll worry about Psalm 10 when we get to it, but in Psalm 9, it's a victorious psalm. Verse five, it says, Lord, you have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You've blotted out their name forever and ever. The nations are defeated. Verse 18, you will judge the world in righteousness, administer judgment. Now that's future tense. Those who know their name put their trust in you. So the whole Psalm 9 is really, really positive. Sing praises to Yahweh, verse 11, who dwells in Zion. Declare what he has done. So I'd like to say that the way I have understood Psalm 9 and some other people who write about it as well is that this is a Psalm that's written at the time when David has finished the job of conquering all the nations around. He's now... Uh, defeated the Edomites, defeated the Moabites, defeated the Ammonites, defeated the Philistines, defeated the Amorites, defeated the Jebusites, defeated the tribes of the north. Canaanites subdued, peace in the land. The nations have been rebuked, destroyed and blotted out. So there's a moment where there's rest in the land. And it says here, sing praises to Yahweh, declare among the people what the Lord has done. So there's now a time to start telling people about God. And so um, this is a psalm of victory, the first half at least. <laughs> and um, I, I like to, to locate this psalm in our spiritual lives um, at the cross. I like to say that when Jesus Christ went to the cross, every enemy was defeated. They were all put under his feet. Christ was the victor. Praise the Lord. But now it's our job to declare to the people what he has done. 
The enemy is defeated, but now it's our job to go and start telling people about Christ. And I'll say more about it in Psalm chapter 10. But for now, this psalm is a psalm of victory. And it reminds us that just as David defeated all his enemies, Christ has defeated all of our enemies too. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you that we have the victory in Jesus Christ. I thank you that you're our King and you're our Lord and you're wonderful. And we rest in you. Our trust is in you. In Jesus' name, amen.